The best part of waking up is doom scrolling ketchup. Four-year-old niece asked if I was also a grandpa. Running late. We'll finish yogurt and shower. In other news I just fell trying to get onto the elliptical. Two hours into this road trip and my husband is doing bad Seinfeld impressions. Is this hell? Welcome to Tweet Victory with hosts at Annie underscore Berglund and at CWC Radio. Welcome to Tweet Victory. I am at CWC Radio and I am joined as always by... At Annie underscore Berglund. Annie, I am going to set the timer for five minutes. This is our first uh, of our, we don't know how long it's going to be, um, season from Seoul. Uh, so maybe a couple years here we'll be uh, we'll be doing this. So uh, let's jump into the, tw- I'm not going to ask you about the trip because the Tweet of the Week is about the trip. So let's jump into the Tweet of the Week and then you can tell us about the trip to the other side of the world. Sounds great. <clears throat> so uh, this comes from March 15th. Uh, it says Korean Air playing absolute bops on this plane at 11 a.m. Uh, um, then there's a thread of you uh, repeat, uh, tweeting. So I'm going to read the rest of these. It's like me and 11 other passengers, but it's still a rave. And then you have a couple video clips. Can you talk us through some of the video clips we see here? Oh, man. Okay. So one of the videos, actually, both of them are part of this really long safety video. So, you know, like um, at the start, remember back in the days on planes where the flight attendants would take you through and they'd like have a mic and they'd talk you through what you Yeah, they're like with. required to do that. Yeah. Yes. Like the safety vests and, you know, remaining seated during turbulence. So then like they had this period of time when it moved on to like a virtual format, right? And you have like videos that you're watching on the screen back um, uh, setups, right? And then it's like, there was this time where airlines, like I I know this because my mom worked for airlines. So I've done a lot of traveling and I've been really fortunate, but like airlines tried to outdo each other and like having the quirkiest, funniest safety videos. Do you know what I'm talking about? Absolutely, yeah. I think Southwest, even when they do it live, it's like very jokey to the point where I remember it was one of my kids' first flights and I wanted to be like, can we take this just a little seriously for their sake? Like, Because they're sort of doing it like, well, we know you all know this, but we're going to do it anyhow. And it's like, no, how about one time? Just for the just for the little kids, let's just run through this clean. Right, like, I mean, this is essentially life or death information and it and they can sometimes make it so hokey um and i think we're now bridging into a period where airlines are like okay we tried that out for the first like 10 15 years now let's go to serious which i appreciate but korean airlines had the dopest safety video and it's like the only time i've actually watched the entire thing through and i like stealthily was recording it on my phone stealthily but there was like no one surrounding me like at all the, the flight was nearly empty uh they had k-pop stars walking down the aisles of a plane singing a song that was written for the airline about like travel safety so the, the lyrics to the song were about travel safety yes they were about like travel near and far go um see the world and then in between they would have like little raps about your <laughs> your flotation device under your seat <laughs> It was great. Um, so I have some videos in that thread on Twitter. So, I mean, if any of you aren't following me yet, go follow me just to watch those videos because they are truly top notch. So did you feel safer because the K-pop stars were there to help you? Okay. Not because the K-pop stars, 
But I felt safer in terms of COVID on the Korean Airlines flight than I did on Delta. And like Delta, I think for, um, uh, because it's an American based company, right? Like for, I've been reading up a little bit on travel safety and Delta does pretty well. Like they don't seat the middle seat and um, everyone's required to wear a mask. Even when you're eating, like it's expected that you put the mask up over your mouth while you're eating. Oh, really? Uh, Right, right. Korean Airlines, all of the flight attendants were wearing protective goggles, protective like plastic gloves. They all had masks on, if not double masks. And then they had their their uniforms on, but over it, they had this like blue, almost like, um, what's the thing that you wear out like in the rain? A raincoat? (laughs) Like a rain slicker kind of? Right. But like, yeah, they were wearing that on the plane just like a poncho. Yes, basically a poncho. It was dope. I was like, I feel so safe, and I feel like I am not potentially a threat to them, which is a relief, too. Sure. Um, so, yeah, between the flight attendants really being set for for a COVID flight and then the K-pop stars, it was like the best flying experience I've ever so did, had. Did you actually take a flight from the American West Coast to Seoul with 11 people? Or is that an exaggeration? So, okay. <laughs> so 11 people is an exaggeration, but I'm not kidding. Like, so there were 60 rows. They put me in the back. I had a cat. I had a lot of paperwork with me. They were like, we're just going to put you by the bathroom. And I was like, that's all right. I get that. That makes sense. Uh, there like five rows in front of me. There is no one. Then there's maybe one person and then like another five rows and maybe two people. Right. So like probably a couple dozen people on this plane. Wow, did it feel like you were flying private? Kind of. I mean, at the back of the plane by the toilets, but still, it was. It still felt kind of fancy. See, it's kind of interesting because you you keep talking about being by the toilets as if that's a problem, but like for some of us, that's a fe- that's a feature and not a bug. Like <laughs> access to the bathrooms is like a. That's like the first thing I check out when I get on a plane. I would love to be by the bathrooms. Oh yeah, well, and so they're by the bathrooms, and then also where the flight attendants were, right? And so it's Korean Airlines. All the flight attendants are um, Koreans, and uh, but like excellent English and and super sweet and kind. And they would come past me and be like, "I'm so sorry, we're being too loud. You're right by where we work. Here's some extra snacks." So they just keep bringing me extra snacks because I like happened to be sitting by the toilets and by their workspace. And I was like, "I don't hear you guys at all. I'm literally have headphones in." Amazing. So is uh. <clears throat> From here going forward, is this podcast going to be sponsored by Korean Airlines? I feel like it should. Man, I loved it, truly. Uh, and Oh my gosh, I didn't even mention. So the first part of the tweet, when I was talking about the bops as you go down the plane, literally you are walking at 11 a.m. down an empty flight. It is like, it feels almost unreal, like almost dystopian, right? And you have like the flight attendants in all of their blue <laughs> like ponchos. And they are blaring K-pop tunes, like like you are going into a club. It was great. So did uh, it switch from dystopian to utopian, though? Like, is this not just the perfect way to fly? I think so, yeah. I think at first I was like, this is eerie, but it's eerie because it's so perfect. Like, How, how was Ziggy on the flight? Um, Ziggy was fine. She cried a little bit, but for the most part, just like hunkered down. And I would uh, feed her some of the food that they gave me. And I would, like, put some water in the cap of my water bottle and, like, put it in the carrier and she would drink some water. So she was fine. 
She's okay. So one of the things that we talked about in our last episode is uh, <clears throat> if you could introduce us to a new something Korean uh, on each episode. So we could say Korean Airlines is, you know, that's your, your Korean recommendation. Is there anything else you can recommend or a word we could learn for this week? Okay, so <laughs> I haven't really left the apartment, so there's not much in terms of like new exciting things that I've seen since I got here. But I think you were talking with Dr. Chris Moore, at Dr. Chris Moore, right? About potentially coming up with a little like side title in Korean. Is that right? Yeah, for this season of the show, absolutely. <laughs> so tweet victory i think tweet should probably stay the same but victory i don't know the korean word for victory i've only taken a couple years so I, my vocabulary is not great like they don't cover victory in like day one <laughs> no, no no i wish they did that would be so encouraging but instead uh there's this word that translates to fighting in english and it's used kind of as an exclamation of like support encouragement especially if you're facing an insurmountable task so it's like it's and in korean because um f isn't really a sound that you find in the language it's fighting fighting like with fighting. Mm -hmm. yeah and uh so they'll say it like fighting uh when you're i don't know doing a sports game or something so sure. uh it feels appropriate for tweet victory because it is an insurmountable task for me to gain followers as we've seen uh so so maybe having some korean don't you just wish in life there was somebody during the hard times that would pop out of nowhere and just say hoiting oh my gosh seriously i would go mike and i would hike a lot last time we lived here and um occasionally there would be uh somebody who would pass us usually an older uh woman or man who would say that to us as we're like going up the path of this treacherous mountain so that feels a lot like a metaphor for this experience, don't you think? I love it. I love it. So this season is officially referred to as Tweet Hoiting. Am I saying that <laughs> close to right? Yeah, you're great. you're great. All right. Perfect. I'm gonna I'm gonna start trying to do that. I, I like I like the idea. I don't think we encourage strangers enough. <laughs> yeah. Because right? it's one thing it's one thing to do it to somebody that you know really well. It's another thing to to random person to sort of cheer them on. Because the only time that only time I think that exists is you and I have both like run 10Ks or half marathons, things like that. Right. And like, that's like the only time where people you don't know cheer for you, yeah. you know, if you're just a regular person like us. But like, I think we need to bring that spirit just into everyday life. And, you know, like during those parts of those races where no one's out there, it's in some some spot of the race that's not really populated man you feel like you're gonna die and then all of a sudden you see the signs come up again and you're like okay i can actually do this like it literally helps <laughs> that's right we need hoiting in life so that that's our message for this week uh if you can hear my voice you should be subscribing to the channel 3900 podcast network but even more importantly you should be following at annie underscore berglund at twitter.com lots of great stuff and because I'm not going to see you as often, I feel like Twitter has become even more of a lifeline to get an insight into your daily experiences. And I have a feeling your daily experiences will get more interesting as you get out of quarantine. So when, as we're recording this, what day of quarantine are you on? Uh, the third full day. 
Okay. Okay. Um, and we have a little surprise coming potentially to uh, reflect on your quarantine experience. So, so hold on for that. So follow at Annie underscore Berglund at twitter.com. Subscribe to the channel 3900 podcast network. And we will be back next week with another episode of Tweet Hoiting. Hoiting. <laughs> follow us at Annie underscore Berglund and or at CWC radio. 